the Defense Information Systems Agency has made it clear it wants to begin retiring the venerable CAC card for multi-factor authentication. Christopher Barnhurst, Executive Deputy Director of DISA, said the agency is actively experimenting with other forms of multi-factor authentication, which will eventually tie into DOD's zero-trust construct, dubbed Thunderdome. Joining me with the latest, Federal News Network's David Thornton. And David, let's talk about these efforts to move past the CAC card. We've heard about that for quite some time now. Are they finally starting to move there? Yeah. So, I mean, CAT cards are basically 20-year-old multi-factor authentication method, and they've worked well for a long time, but there are some issues with it. And the pandemic just compounded these issues and really brought them into focus and made it clear how imperative it is to find some new solutions. For example, offices were closed, so they couldn't get CAT cards to new employees who were onboarded during the pandemic. They're not designed for mobile devices. In most cases, they need a reader that's bigger than the device itself, which kind of defeats the purpose of mobile. Yes, in fact, there was a point at which some of the officers had commissioned a sled to put their mobile phones in, and they ended up with this great big giant clunky thing that could not fit in your pocket, but you could get the cat card in it, so that didn't go anywhere. Exactly, exactly. It just it defeats the purpose. Um, and then there are some contractors that aren't eligible for CAC, CAC cards, but still need acceptable multi-factor authentication methods. So DIS is looking to new technologies to fulfill these multi-factor authentication needs. Here's Christopher Barnhurst, Executive Deputy Director for DISA, discussing some examples. Some quick examples would be mobile phones. Uh, in today's DoD environment, DISA provides capabilities for users to leverage Apple and Android devices, right? amongst others, to access their DoD email uh, along with DoD-approved apps. Uh, and in that email, right, some of the emails we send are encrypted. And we've created the ability through partnership with industry for folks to read those encrypted emails on their government-issued cell phone, right? And that uses a form of multi-factor authentication that is outside of the CAT card. That was Christopher Barnhurst, Executive Deputy Director for DISA. Now, another thing DISA is looking at is cloud-based identity services. These are similar to your banking app on your phone, where you get a PIN number texted to you in order to log in and access your information. Barnhurst said the key is to combine multiple attributes to authenticate users. Some of these attributes could also be biometric, such as the way you hold or look at your phone and the way you walk. It all adds up to a risk score that's used to authenticate. So the goal here is to get rid of the CAC card altogether? What are they driving at ultimately here? Well, what they want to do is enhance security and meet modern technology requirements. I mean, the CAC card still works, but it's just not good enough for modern technology these days. They need new solutions that will meet what they're looking for. And there's also a zero trust element to this. Here's Barnhurst discussing how this will tie into DIS's new zero trust construct, Thunderdome. The, the technology is there to do something different than just the CAC card in, in ways that maybe enhance security going forward. From a Thunderdome perspective, we integrate these kinds of capabilities into what we call identity credential uh, and access management, or ICAM, uh, and that really underpins everything from a Thunderdome or zero trust perspective. As we talked earlier, much of zero trust is based on verifying a user's identity and that their device is a known good device, and it's that identity credential and access management solution, that ICAM solution, that allows us to do that authentication and make those verifications. That was Christopher Barnhurst, Executive Deputy Director for DISA. Now, the authentication and verification aspects of ICAM, which he was just talking about, is the first of three zero-trust pillars that Thunderdome is built on. The second is using those identities to make access and privilege con uh, conditional, which means segmenting data that users are allowed to access. 
It also helps stop bad actors and insider threats from exfiltrating too much data from inside the system. And the third is verifying apps and data themselves. These are all fairly standard zero-trust principles. And we're speaking with Federal News Network's David Thornton. And you mentioned this is fitting into the Thunderdome idea of zero trust, their construct. Is it any different from other zero trust strategies, ultimately, that other agencies are pursuing, David? So from what Barnhurst was talking about, it seems like Thunderdome goes a bit further than some other strategies. He talked about what he thinks of as almost the fourth pillar, which is micro-segmentation. Here he is discussing what that would look like. We want to implement technologies that will segment the network in a way that makes lateral movement very hard. So in today's environment, uh, if an adversary penetrates the network right, uh, one of the first things we worry about is lateral movement, crossing domains and, and exploiting different data sets, right? It becomes harder and harder to track. There's technologies out there that are in existence today that industry could provide that allow us to, to basically segment the network, add, add lanes to the superhighway, if you will, that makes that very, very hard for an adversary to do, even if, even if they are to get past some of our uh, initial defenses. That was Christopher Barnhurst, Executive Deputy Director for DISA. Now, DISA is basically looking for the capability to chop off pieces of the network in order to restrict movement. Uh, One of the technologies they're looking at to do this is software-defined networking, which enhances security by adopting the assumed breach mentality that's native to zero trust. Basically, that means that breaches are inevitable. They're going to happen no matter what you do. And so the goal here is to, rather than prevent breaches, it's to make it as difficult as possible for bad actors, bad actors to access the data and exfiltrate it once they're in the system. And Barnhurst said that uh, he's looking for industry to bring these technologies to the table in the current Thunderdome solicitation. And that's where they're at then, is a solicitation phase looking for ideas from vendors, but they haven't actually awarded any contracts, correct? Correct. They haven't awarded any contracts yet. They put out the solicitation a couple of months ago, and they're reviewing ideas currently. And then when they get these in, did did he say where they might be able to test them or start a pilot project, or is that too soon at this point? I think it's too soon to say at this point. He mentioned that they have ideas for pilot projects, but no specifics yet. Federal News Network's David Thornton. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.